welcome to Bad Stuff. This is the podcast where we talk about stuff that uh, we have to do, but we don't necessarily want to do. That's what we've been saying. Uh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Jared Emick. And I'm Nick Ramirez. And to- today we are joined by Kate Sidley, our guest. How are you, Kate? I'm good. Thanks thank- for having me. Thank you for having us. We are here in your place. Let's see. I've got a bunch of stuff here. Um, one thing is, I don't know if you recall, but uh, when you were hired by The Late Show, it was mm-hmm. in the middle of, we were in this writing group where we were writing pilots you remember mm-hmm. that yes i do usually uh, my first question yeah, yeah, every, sh- every, <laughs> every show i'm like do you remember when i was I it's like that. remember when we first met yeah <laughs> first question. well i bring it up because you're a writer on the late show with stephen colbert mm-hmm. and when you got hired for that job it must have been a little bit like oh well everything else that i'm working on now is i'm hitting the pause button <laughs> i'm assuming i'm putting words in your mouth but you tell me if- no yeah i mean it definitely that was my full focus and everything else I had to take a break and take a back seat um, and now that you've been, how long have you been working at the show? This is my third year. So have you, in that time, have you met are, Stephen Colbert? Yeah, have, have yes. Yeah, your third year, you get to meet him. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, I met him um, right away. Yeah. Oh, Jared. Uh, yeah. Put the mic. Point the microphone at your mouth. You know, not to the side. At There's my a, mouth. Yeah, I'm yeah. A pro. Just like, instead of like so talking sh- like that, like talk like this. How's how's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, that's what I mean. Is this okay? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, great. Sorry. It's reassuring when in the middle of the podcast, one of the hosts says, hey, point the microphone <laughs> towards your mouth. Your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We're pros, if, if, if you can't tell. Uh, so I got the mic in my mouth and I'm ready to go. No, uh, no, I, well, I was just wondering, mm-hmm. since you've been there um, for that amount of time, are mm-hmm. you now, are, are, does a part of you think, well, okay, I want to start, is 100% of your time dedicated to the show in terms of writing, comedy writing, or are you thinking well, I have this thing, I have this thing, maybe I could branch out and do this thing and, and, and still kind of put forward the amount of work I need to on the show. I would say now I'm at a point where I feel comfortable um, uh, to, you know, write stuff like of my own, uh, you know, when I'm at home at night and, and things like that. It Honestly, the um, the biggest adjustment when I first started was just the sheer volume of writing every single day right going from having a day job and then doing comedy at night and on the weekends to your day job being the comedy writing right was just the volume of of jokes and of writing that I had to do during the day left me not wanting to look at a computer screen when I got home at night right right um and just wanting to completely detach from the news and detach from even co- like I still don't watch a ton of comedy when I come home because I yes. get so it's so much what I do every I, I day. I feel like work. that's a common refrain that that you don't want to digest any comedy when you're on a comedy show. Yeah, like you kind of just need to, or at least I can only speak for myself. I I need to sort of tune out when I leave work. I watch a lot of reality TV now mm. for work. Uh, no, no for me, okay. just to wash my brain when I come home <laughs> of the news and of everything that I've worked on during the day. What are the big reality shows right now? Oh my god! The I mean, at? so I actually don't want <laughs> at? you. You said both of the shows' names <laughs> in a very efficient way. Um, I actually don't watch those. I watch a lot of uh, my husband and I love uh, Ink Master. Which Ink is, Master. It's neither tattoo, of us. I assume. Yeah, neither tattoo of us show. have any tattoos, right. but we love this show about tattoos. Um, is it one of those shows? I know there's like a show where somebody will get a tattoo and they don't know what it's going to be before they get it. Yes. Is that this? That's, no, no, it's no, not that's, this. That's, uh, <laughs> that's like at MTV, right? That's the. I can't remember. I know what show you're talking about. I think about. that's from the UK and it was like. They, 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 they draw like a terrible thing, like the middle finger and like, 
Well, an asshole like, or something. Or and like it's like, the you tattooed an asshole on me or something. In the UK, they would draw the two fingers pointing up. <laughs> this thing? <laughs> what, what do you mean? That's like the UK equivalent of the middle finger. Oh, is it? Yeah. The peace sign? No, the peace sign is this. This is like the middle finger. It's facing you is... Facing is, me? <laughs> I feel like... What's the distinction? Which, which direction? This you're... is bad. This is peace. Oh, wow. I feel like having a discussion of something that was entirely visual. <laughs> <laughs> Is also you're better at this than we are. Really I mean. good podcast, Bob. <laughs> no, it's so true. Uh, so Ink Master, um, Ink Master is so a big Ink one. Like? What, what is that? Um, it's a competition show. It's a competition show between uh, tattoo artists. Oh, and the bodies are just canvases, just, just. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> bodies. Well, you said competition tattoo. I'm thinking, well, who's getting tattooed? Just Volunteers. people who are like, go for it. Oh, yeah. volunteers. Yeah, people right. volunteer. I mean, these are good tattoo artists, so you're leaving with good tattoos. Right. You ever get? You ever, anybody yeah. ever get like a really bad one though? I mean, there are ones that aren't as good. Do they do like especially the, the beginning? Yeah, they do like the opening round of American Idol, where it's like really, <laughs> really bad tattoo artists. <laughs> yeah, right. Auditions. <laughs> oh no. I've never seen that. Uh, <laughs> Do uh, the people decide what tattoo they get, or sometimes? Oh, sometimes. 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 Um, sometimes they're wide open, and the artist has to create something. And sometimes the client has a, a an idea, and the artist has to work with them to make it work. Just as I imagine being a real tattoo artist is like. Hmm. I guess I never really thought about it. Yeah. I don't get it because of the whole Jewish cemetery thing. You guys know that rule? Oh, right. You can't get tattoos, can't right? can't get buried in a Jewish cemetery. And, and, you, I, and you, I, don't, I don't care, really. Well, do you question? really want to get buried in a Jewish cemetery? Um, yeah, I really, really want to get buried <laughs> in a Jewish cemetery. I'm living my life to be buried uh, in, a, in a Jewish cemetery. No, I think, you know, my parents are probably, probably, that's the one thing. I feel like you if I got you, a tattoo, you my parents gonna, would freak out. Uh, I was going to say, do you think your parents are going to outlive you? <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> it sounded like you said you were going to say your parents really wanted you to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah, I plan on dying before my parents, and they have to kind of deal with everything. <laughs> no, no, I just, I don't know. It just even this, the potential of me not being able to be, uh, it is kind of grim, though. But I'm you surprised. can't get it so you, you're buried in the right place. It's I'm like, surprised. What? I mean, tattoos seem so common now. I'm, right. I'm kind of surprised that they're not lenient on that at all. You talking about my parents or the Jewish people? Uh, the Jewish I, people. The Jewish, both. I, I, both. I, I can speak for both. <laughs> um, my parents, uh, no, and, and the Jewish people, probably. They're probably. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm reform, so that's that's very that's like that's light. You know, I don't I don't have many rules, <laughs> but but that is one of them. I don't know. What about, I think it's just an excuse of it because they don't want me to get a tattoo. But what about, what about like a, a brand? You mean you know, a tattoo of a brand? No, like a hot branding iron thing. Like you want? Oh, to get branded, would that count? Yeah, would you still be that's able a to get question. branded? Could I be branded? I feel like that's Probably. not a good question. I feel like that's a weird question. <laughs> well, no, it's a way sort to of an aggressive system. question. <laughs> well, you could, you could, you could get if I wanted like whatever tattoo I would want. I, I, but I don't even know what I would want. But if it was mm-hmm. like say like a Mets tattoo, Mets tattoo or something, which it wouldn't be. Uh, but if it was, you're a Yankees fan. No, I'm a Mets fan. <laughs> right. Every team I have, of course, I would burn into me. <laughs> uh, no, I. But 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 let's say it was a Mets. T- yeah. If you got if you he- heated up a uh, what do you call it? An iron. A branding mm-hmm. iron. A branding yeah. iron. <laughs> Sometimes I do see those like people have those tattoos that are like part of the of the skin. You know what I'm talking about? Is that what is that? Like what do you mean? body modification? Like yeah, like it scarring looks, and stuff. Yeah. What's the deal? I don't with think that? I've ever 
seen that in person. No? No. You, you know I mean, I, I'm sure it exists. I've seen it on cows. Let's go to our next question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do I have in here? Uh, blah, 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 Did blah. Did you watch the, the challenge? MTV is the challenge? No, I never watched oh, that. Okay. No, That's, I think I watched the less popular reality shows. I think MTV is a challenge might not be popular anymore. <laughs> I've been heard popular of like it. 20 years I, ago. It, it's a, I mean, is it still popular? I, well, I don't know how popular it is, but I, it's certainly on television. I mean, people watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's still on television. And they ran out of real world people to put on it. So now it's like... <laughs> Oh, like celebrities or something? No, no, no. It's like they created a new show to feed into it. Maybe that's not the only reason they created a new show, but uh, now they get people from other MTV reality shows, and then they also just bring in people just to be on the challenge. But I mean, if you guys don't watch it, that's, well, I was <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Do you watch Jersey Shore? No. Do you watch that? Okay. No. Does that st- is that still on? It's back. Yeah, yeah it came oh, back. back. It okay. came back. Do they yeah. all still the situation's in, in jail, unfortunately. <laughs> but other than Wait, that, but isn't he in the... I thought I saw him in the promos. So he is in the first part, and then that whole time, it's like he's about to go to jail, basically. Wow. Yeah. And it's, still... and it's kind of fucked up because the entire time they're like, uh-oh, here come the police. <laughs> like, And they make like a fake siren, and he's like, oh boy, they're going to catch me. What's he in he jail He went to jail for, for like a year. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Uh, tax uh, evasion. Oh, sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but do they all still live in a house together? Yes. Wow. Yes. Well, I think the premise of the new one is that they go on like because they they don't like realistically live together now. I think the premise of the new one is that they go on a like a big vacation together. Oh, correct. They go on a big vacation, to, but but in the same house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 They go on vacation together. No, it's not like they don't go into that shitty Jersey Shore. You saw the original? No, I mean I saw a little bit of it, but whenever I was never a fan. We were. Uh... <laughs> You're a Jersey Shore household. Oh, big time, big time Jersey Shore household. Well, yeah, I. Uh... From Jersey, so I have kind of a... Although it's not really like Jersey at all. Are you from like a different part of Jersey? Or? I'm from, I'm from yeah, Metuchen, which is in central Jersey. So okay. it's not, yeah, Jersey Shore is kind of in southern. But even so, they kind of take the cliches and, and run with it a little bit, I feel like. Where, Jersey Shore does, Jersey Shore yeah. does, yeah. Where are you from, Kate? I'm from Ohio. I'm from Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And how did... Because you started an improv theater in Connecticut, correct? Yes, yeah. So how'd you make your way to Connecticut from Ohio? I, uh, so plane. Yes. Plane? Ultimately. Airplane? Yes. <laughs> no, actually car. Oh, really? I oh, did. Really? I did. I drove that one. Yeah. Um, scenic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I bounced around a little bit after college and then I, uh, served in the Peace Corps for oh. two I, years. I, I was, I was going to ask about that because I saw that on your bio mm-hmm. or wherever I saw it. Yeah. Fascinating to me. Please talk about it. It was, <laughs> it was great. It was a wonderful experience. I'm so glad that I did it. Um, For two years, you said? Yeah. It's, wow. it's, if you do the full term, it's like two years and three months because you're training when you first get there and then you become officially a volunteer and then you serve for two years. That's awesome. Um, so what were, could you narrow down what you were doing for those two years to like mm-hmm. one or two main activities or was it, was it all yeah. over the place or? No, I taught, I was um, uh, an uh, English uh, teacher so I taught at a high school um, uh, a high school that was focused on uh, performing arts music um, visual art and architecture so it was like the fame high school of oh cool uh, <laughs> the town that I was in yeah That's where awesome. was this um, I was in uh, the southern region of Romania in a town called Dragovic Day oh. um, so I taught at that school and then uh, over the summers I taught at a um, uh, a drama camp um, ah. 
Were you doing comedy before this point or was this? No, not really. So did you go to school no. to be an actor? I went to school for theater, but I didn't. And so I did acting, but my focus was more on like directing and stage managing and stuff like that. So was the drama in, in the Peace Corps, you're, you're opening into this kind of world or was that just a coincidence? Um, no, I mean, I, I did. So I worked in theater and then, you know, I did this with the Peace Corps. And then while I was in the Peace Corps, I interviewed for jobs because I needed to have a job when I came home. Right. Um, and I interviewed and I got a job working in the education department at Hartford Stage in Connecticut. Um, ah, I see. And moved to Connecticut. It's all into place. Now it's making sense. Yeah, <laughs> I accept this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I moved to Connecticut, and I didn't know anyone in right. Connecticut. Right. So I wanted to meet people, and part of working for the education department meant that I could take all of the adult theater classes for free. Ah. So right. I signed up to take all the improv classes because I wanted to meet other fun young people in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you introduced yourself. Exactly. I am Kate. I'm looking for fun young people. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's how every improv class right. should start. Right. <laughs> I mean, at the time, you were fun and young yourself. I was. Not anymore. Not but anymore. at the time, was both of those things. None of us are <laughs> any of those things. Um, and that's actually also how I met my husband. Through that uh, class? He was in one of the classes, yeah. Wow. He took a class, and he... Uh, he actually came from stand-up originally, and he took uh, an improv class to kind of just mix things up and, and try, you know, push himself in a different way. Right. And I, when I first met him, I was like, oh, who's the stand-up who thinks he's so funny <laughs> taking improv classes? <laughs> had you taken an improv class at that point? I had. I'd taken okay. a couple, and then he joined at whatever, like, the third level of um, oh. Hartford Stage improv adult classes were. <laughs> right. Um, and then how did that evolve into you? Because you started the theater, right? Am I, is that correct? Yeah. So the group of us that kind of became really close um, through doing all those classes together decided to just become an improv group mm -hmm. um, independent of the classes. And we started doing gigs here and there mm -hmm. um, around Connecticut. And then uh, down the line, it eventually turned into a company and that called CT Improv uh, based in Hartford that teaches classes and it has a theater now. Um, that's open right um, uh, my husband and I obviously participate much much less now because we don't <laughs> live in Connecticut anymore but you um, still get, go down there every once in a while right everyone yeah we try to go down a couple times a year they yeah. do a festival every year so we try to go for that that's so cool um, yeah but it's it's become its own thing now which is very fun yeah. And I got a husband out of it, so. <laughs> Nick, did you, what, what, what is your, because you had a thing with, in Austin, right? I mean, did you have anything to do with the start of that theater, or you were just No, there? no. I mean, I was there did from, you, like, the beginning, pretty much, but. Right. It was started by some people that were from New Orleans that moved to Austin after the hurricane. Okay. Um, but you were at least kind of somewhat on the ground up. In, oh yeah in the initial collection yeah i, I was on the make, ground floor <laughs> make it make sense to so. no yeah no I, I i started taking glass there like uh like probably a few months after it opened right and uh was there for like geez, I don't know, six or seven years i guess i just like stories of of local yeah i mean i bet not in new york or which Alabama. theater was that it's called coal town theater okay um and it's still going strong and uh yeah they 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 uh they, I, I still go down there every year for their sketch festival. I kind of help start their sketch festival. There you uh, go. Austin Sketch Fest, um, which, uh, Jared, you've been to. I've been to. Kate, you, it's good. you haven't been to that, have you? No, I've never been down? to What's Texas. What's the DIY? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you never been to Texas? No, I would like to go, though. It is great. Austin's great. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I've heard very good things. 
my, my, my girlfriend's uh, brother's wife lives in Dallas. So, and I've been there a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it over there. Have you, but you, you have any, you go to Dallas at all, Nick, or no? Dallas? Um, I, I've been there a few times. I haven't spent that much time there. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you, you like it? You like Dallas? I mean, I like Austin more. Right. I mean, Austin feels similar to Lawrence, Kansas, where my girlfriend's from. It's like a College liberal, po- also yeah. like a liberal pocket mm-hmm. in a gigantically conservative <laughs> state, well, especially Kansas. Texas, too, though. Yeah, Texas is very conservative. So, I, mean, so I like that feeling of not being like like being in a liberal area, but not like 100 percent comfortably surrounded by liberals either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not Why? surrounded by liberals. Well, like in New York, it's like you'd have to travel a distance to get anywhere where like, right. there's a majority of. You like to be a little on edge. I like to be (laughs) on edge. Exactly. Well, you know, having to defend myself in a way that like makes me automatically need to believe in my positions more and do more. You know what I mean? I would say Cleveland is very similar. Cleveland is is generally very blue, but Ohio itself is a pretty red state. Has Ohio always been red or is that? It goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every city. Every Mm -hmm. city is, is blue, right? Seems like. What do you mean? Every city, every city in the country, I think. Is that true? I think larger cities tend to be more blue, probably just because of size, just sheer size. Um, And I think also like uh, college towns or university towns also tend to be more blue, also probably because of size. But I mean, like even demographics. Yeah, like even Dallas, I think is democrat uh, democrat city. Is democratic city? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure. Hmm. Dallas is huge too, though. That's that's why when you ask me what I think of Dallas, I'm sorry to say because it's like so big. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on. And mainly I've been to like the suburbs, which uh, nothing special. <laughs> nothing special. Can I talk to you, Kay, really quick about uh, Brian Stack? Because he's, sure. he's he still writes there, right? He does, yes. Uh, oh, I love Brian Stack. I love Brian Stack, too. I mean, I don't know him. I just love... I, 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 <laughs> in, if you interned, did, you would love him also. <laughs> yes. Well, he's very... He reminds me a lot of uh, Vince Moore, you know, from UCB, mm-hmm. who's this like known as... Like the nicest guy in the world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I <laughs> love is, how yeah. that that is like the best reputation to me to be funny and yes. like very very nice. Because I, mean, I was an intern at Conan and you he were. Was, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I was. When? Yeah. Um. And and when I was in college, like in in '06. Oh, was that one of his last years in New York? Uh, I I guess it was. Yeah. One of his last years in New York. And, you know, writers when you're an in, were you an intern, Kate? No. Writers, when you're an intern, it's like, you know, usually you're, I don't want to say scum, (laughs) (laughs) but close to scum. I mean, it's like, there's just so many too, like, you know, they'll just pack you all, especially if you're like a classified as a general intern, they pack Mm -hmm. you in. There's usually like, I mean, how many interns does a late show have at any given time? Probably like 15 or something? Uh, Oh, oh, most, at most. Yeah. I would think our, I think our general size of intern groups is probably a dozen or so right and it just it's almost impossible to stand out to a someone who you look up to and immediately immediately he's like look you know if you guys want to if you guys are interested in comedy writing you come talk to me i came to his office talked to him about stuff seems like the nicest guy in the world i mean do you what's your experience with working with him did you meet did you just tell me about Brian Stack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, consistently, everything that I hear from anyone who ever worked with him, you know, in other capacities or, yeah. you know, knew him as when they were interns or things like that is always exactly that story, that he is incredibly kind, goes out of his way in a way that you don't expect from somebody who doesn't have to. Right. You know? Right. Right. Um, and I think that 
that has been a really nice thing about working at The Late Show is that, you know, you get to meet a lot of your sort of comedic heroes that you know growing up and seeing someone like Brian Stack and being able to work with him and so unbelievably friendly and and generous and and nice and just like a kind person to be around uh, is very gratifying because there's this, I think, misconception that to be a good comedian, you have to be kind of miserable. Right. And kind of unhappy and that that's where comedy comes from. And I've never related to that Mm -hmm. because... Though, obviously, you know, everybody's got sad stuff in their lives. That's what lives are. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think that has to necessarily be the guiding force in how you approach your life. And it's so nice to see someone like Brian Stack, who's such a successful comedian and has made, you know, a full career and, you know, isn't an unpleasant person to be around <laughs> and is a nice right. guy, you know? Right. And I think that there's there's room for that. There's a lot of that. Um, and it's always gratifying to see something that goes against that stereotype for me. Nick, you could I mean, you could take that lesson. You come from a negative place for most of your comedy. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you're just kind of a dick and you kind of get by by just, I don't know. Yeah, roasting people. Roasting. Right. You're a big roaster. <laughs> they call me Nick the, roast the roaster. Roastmaster General. Roastmaster General, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, uh, what's the deal with that hat? <sighs> Got me again. I should never I'm... wear this hat around you. You always have the perfect joke for it. Like, <laughs> what's with the hat? That's yeah. That's a good one. I thought about saying that one, but I went. What's the deal with? Yeah, that hat? yeah. It's great. It's always great. That's that craft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that craft. <laughs> so when you work, when you work with. Um, do you get the ch- is, is how collaborative is the process when you're working with the uh, with the staff? I mean, yeah, are do you, you? I don't even. Do you have like a specific fo- focus on the show as far as no. like monologues? So or? that is that is unique from other shows. Um, I know there are some shows where like you're just on monologue or you're just on right. you know sketches or whatever. Totally. Um, and what's very nice about our show is that you're you're you have to be able to do everything and you're kind of expected mm. to do a little bit of everything. That's great. Um, which is very nice because you know if you just had to write about, uh, you know tariffs every day <laughs> do most shows have one tariff writer most shows, yeah, <laughs> yes tariff, every, that's yeah, the staff. standard of course that you always have your one tariff <laughs> right. writer you have your monologues you have your tariffs. <laughs> <laughs> um it would be it would be exhausting well it's also set up with a monologue more like a sam b kind of like uh what, what is it, another example but like a show where it's not like conan or something it's not like joke punch joke punch joke punch it's not it's it's a very he comes in and does a it's much, there's a storytelling element. Correct. It, absolutely. Right. Thank you. Yes, for saying it in a simpler, yeah. better way. <laughs> so, but uh, but I would feel that that would, tell me if I'm wrong, lend itself more to a collaborative writing process as opposed to like, here's a hundred jokes or whatever. Yeah, it is very much so, um, which is very nice. Uh, we're always writing with other people, um, which is, is, is great, especially because, you know, with things being news focused, um, you know, to use the tariff example again, like, you know, yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> what everyone's always excited about. Yeah. Uh, I'm never going to understand everything about tariffs. Mm-hmm. Um, nor should I, nor should anyone. They're just very boring. <laughs> oh, but... wait a second now. You're anti-tariff? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> but when you're writing with other people, that that helps lighten that load. Because, right. you know, to, together, two adult brains can understand it enough to write some jokes about it. 100%. And with the aid of our phenomenal research team. Right. Who we would be lost without, so... When you work on monologue, do you do, are you separate? How are you submitting each chunk of that? Is it like, are you working like joke, joke? Or are you working like, 
oh, we each have a draft and then we kind of give it to the head writer and combine it? How, how does it work exactly? Um, when you work together, you submit one script from both of you. Got um, it. And in terms of how that's constructed, it really depends on the story and the day. And, right. You know, how prepared you were coming in. Um, right. Sometimes you come in with like sort of a vague idea of some jokes and you know that you'll get there working together. Some days you come in, and you're like, oh, I know like five jokes right off the bat that I'm like good to go on this. And then it's just sort of like combining. How, how do they divide up the responsibility? Like who's doing what each day? Um, it. I guess they don't, right? Isn't that, everybody does everything, right? No. Well, every it, day? To a certain degree. It depends on what the day needs. I mean, because of, um, you know, the fast pace of the show, every day's needs are going to be slightly different. Um, the only thing that's consistent is, is monologue. Obviously, right. that's going to be needed every day. Right. Um, and then in terms of how you get assigned to things, it is what's very nice is it's very led by kind of what you have an interest in. Mm. Like if I come in and really say, you know, oh, I have a great idea for some jokes on tariffs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew we'd get back my, to that before time. My favorite subject. Yeah. Um, then I'm probably going to get assigned to that because you want the writer who has a comedic take on that. To right. be taking the lead on that. Right. It, or there could be a day where you come in and you just say, like, I'm I'm kind of open. I have jokes on a couple of the main stories of the day. And then you might just get sorted to wherever there's a need. That's so cool that it's that it seems flexible. I mean, I would have assumed mm-hmm. that they would say, all right, you know, we're doing this desk piece on Tuesday. Have this amount of jokes for this desk piece because this is what we're doing. But you're saying it's not like that. People pitch what you're, you you kind of pitch the format of the show. It's the format's not told to you. I would say it's a combination of both. To a certain degree, the format is, you know told to us but then in terms of content more for monologue mm-hmm. it's it's more driven day to day by what's in the news what's of most interest and what's ultimately what's the funniest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which is which is nice because there is such a uh, or you know we do what's funniest and then the news completely changes at two o'clock and then it has to be a whole new show on whatever that is <laughs> that i mean is, is that am i right to assume that that's the most exciting and awful thing at the same time when something like that happens, when yes. something breaks at like four o'clock? Yes, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting because if something breaks very late, it's usually a big deal. What's what's right. something recent or maybe not? Yeah, do you have an example? <sighs> Tariffs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tariff. I mean, it's it usually ends up being things like, you know, a sudden press conference or a sudden, you know. Mm. Right, uh, or like a firing like or something. or uh... Sometimes a firing. Um, but those I feel like more often than not, you can kind of see coming. Right. Um, yeah, it usually ends up, I, I wish I had a better example at the top of my head, but it usually ends up being like, you know, impromptu. Do you have like a, like, you know how like uh, newscasters will have like obituaries pre-written for people that are probably going to die soon? <laughs> Do you have like jokes pre-written for people that, that are going to uh, die soon? Or are going to be fired soon or like something that you know is going to happen soon? I personally have a bunch of obit jokes ready to go. <laughs> um, not, not particularly. Um, the show doesn't like prep stuff out just in case. Like what? Like what would they prep? Well, like, um, oh, geez. I, who's an old guy? <laughs> so just people dying. You're just what's, concerned about death. What's a them tariff? Covering deaths directly? <laughs> a tariff that might be imposed. It's <laughs> likely to be imposed soon. I mean, I, I'll I, say this I, to a certain degree. You almost, and I don't know how it's been done prior to um, Trump because I am in. You're a post Trump po- comedy writer. I am, yeah. I, I don't know if that's positive or negative, but this is the world that I know. Right. So um, I think to a certain degree, you kind of can't prep a lot 
because the news is just going to change so much. Like something that right. seems like, oh my God, this is all we're going to talk about for a month. This is right. the biggest story in the world. And then <laughs> right, tomorrow, 15 right. other things happen and you're like, well, we're not even talking about the fact that he, you know, right. I don't know, threw a cat out a window or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Something that seems objectively insane. That would, I think, rise above. I don't know. No, he did it. If he did you, forgot, you forgot about that. He did it already. <laughs> I didn't see, did he? Yeah. What was this? Yesterday he threw a cat? No, it was a couple months ago. He threw a cat. Off the office or outside the, onto the lawn? Uh, he was staying in a hotel. <laughs> staying in a hotel. I mean, the cat's port- fine. Cats always <laughs> land on their feet. Yeah, cats always still. land on their feet. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was fun to talk about as it yeah, happened. I mean, nobody even knows why the cat was in there in a hotel. <laughs> Because no pets are allowed. Yeah. That's in the, White the real House, story. That's the rule. <laughs> that's the real story. Why was the cat even in there? Yeah. yeah. You had to rewrite a whole thing. Why the cat was allowed in there in the first place? Uh, well, that's an interesting transition, perhaps, into our customer service call. Cat, dogs. Don't you think? Oh yeah, because well, we'll are we? Ex- how, we'll, how are we on? We'll explain on the why that's a good transition after the break. after the break. <laughs> are back to bad stuff and we are with Kate Sidley and we are talking about calling customer service. And speaking of cats. Speaking of cats. Uh, Kate called her dog's insurance company. I guess it's her <laughs> insurance company. That's just a funny way to put that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the dog Gavin's or, insurance yeah. company. <laughs> yes. He runs the company. Um, can we say the name of your dog or should we bleep it out? Oh, should we bleep it, that? You can say his name. My dog is named Gavin and he is perfect. <laughs> That's all you need to know about. You thought they'd be able to track him down by yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> who who yeah, is Sidley. who is looking for dog names and I don't know somebody I guess. But uh, <laughs> so does he have an Instagram? Does Gavin have an Instagram? No, he's not one of those dogs. No, no. I mean, I guess there's his, a line, right? A you don't you don't want to be one of these people where it's like you have clothes for Gavin or do you it's, have clothes for? We him? do have clothes for Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. The, the you Instagram know, account lines. Instagram account seems like a lot of work because you have to maintain mm. it and things like that. And mm. essentially, his Instagram is my Instagram. <laughs> my Instagram is probably ninety five percent Gavin. Right. So right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what are some of Gavin's clothes? I want to hear about. Oh, he's got a couple of bow ties. (laughs) That's not what I was expecting. (laughs) You you thought socks or shoes or something? I was thinking sweaters. Sweaters too is a big. I've got like I've got like ten sweaters for my dog, and I've got a I've got a Rogue Squadron uniform. (laughs) It's it's basically like a hoodie sweater that's like looks like a Star Wars Rogue Squadron uh, fighter pilot. That's wow. amazing. Yeah, and is the do- he wears the do- it? Every- hey, she wears hey. it every Halloween. Uh, no, she likes she likes wearing sweaters, especially when it's, I mean, when it's cold. She loves it. I feel like that's I don't own a dog, but I feel like most dog owners say what you're saying, and then you see them put on the sweater. And the dog is like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. she doesn't like. Putting I hate it on. this. She you say the dog. It sounds like the dog loves this. <laughs> that's the sound she makes when she loves it. Yeah. <laughs> she says, "I hate that. Kill me." <laughs> Um, but Kate, does your dog, does Gavin like wearing sweaters? I think he's dog. not really a sweater fan. He's okay. he's got a really thick coat, so right, I think it's right, right. it's unpleasant for him to have a sweater. But he does have some, and we do make him wear them sometimes. <laughs> uh, I would say his most useful article of clothing is he does have a little raincoat. Oh yeah, my dog has a raincoat too. Yeah, they look great. And they do look truly great. functional, not for it's, how cute it is. <laughs> it is truly <laughs> functional. It is because if your dog hates the rain, it helps, and also it just keeps them from when they come back from having to get like the full wipe down and gavin mm. hates the rain oh yeah 
Interesting. Yeah. Um, Your dog hates the rain. hates the rain too. Really? I thought that was normal. Because they're scared of it or something? Or or they just don't like being wet wet wet. both? They don't like getting wet. They don't like the sounds of like storms and things like that. So being out in it is extra scary. Does Gavin like um, getting in the water? Like going to like a little dog beach kind of area? Um, We're not really sure. We... We took him to a beach once, and he seemed interested, and he did, like, chase the waves. Um, he got it there in the water? He didn't really go into the water, but he, like, chased the waves along the beach. Mm. So he was, like, water curious. Um, <laughs> and we did... That's in his Tinder profile. <laughs> it is, yes. He doesn't have an Instagram, but he does have a Tinder profile. <laughs> um, and we did... We once stared, stayed at a pet-friendly um, bed and breakfast that had a pool and uh joe my husband and i went into the pool and gavin was uh standing alongside and he got very upset because he thought that we were drowning and he like panicked and didn't know what to do oh no so he just started running up and down and like barking and crying so we had to go out of the pool it's a pet friendly b&b with a pool it was that sounds awesome beautiful it was (laughs) such a wonderful wonderful little stay well uh so, so so customer service in general it's a it's a usually a sore spot. Webster's for Dictionary. Defines. Webster's Dictionary <laughs> defines customer service as. <laughs> yeah, let's take it way back. Pan out huge. No, no, it's uh you know people usually uh, have gripes about wanting to talk to a human person on the phone. Uh, yeah, not like ha- yelling manager or representative. 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 I've definitely done that before. Just press mm-hmm. zero, zero, zero over and over again until they. Right. Send me to somewhere. I, I, I feel like um, as we've moved through technology and generations, it's gotten a little bit better. We discussed briefly about using a, a chat online more yeah. than a call. When I'm I chatting mean, online, I'm just typing representative. representative. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying, we're here, sir. We're here, sir. What do you need? Is it representative, representative, representative? Um, no, and I, and I just feel like it's just so much easier to focus on the rest of your life, you know, if you're doing a, an online chat. And if you're on the phone, you feel like you're constantly like, oh, okay, I might be, be off hold or I got to run to the phone or I got to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. You guys, you said you're both online chat customer service people. You like when you have that option? Um, I mean, I, I don't know that I prefer one or the other. I think I like the, the online chat option only because... Not because I dislike talking to people, but because in order to talk to the person, exactly what you said, there's a barrier of entry right. where you have to pass through a ton of different venues uh, right. or menus. And I think that's that's what turns me off. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a lot of through. menus. and Yeah. If I want to call and talk to a person, I actually do prefer talking to people. Um, but I want to just be able to talk to the person. The times that I've done the online chat, uh, one of the first things I always ask is, is this a bot or is this a real person? Because that'll change how I <laughs> kind hold of a the Turing discussion. Test. And, yeah. have, and do you? You get, have to tell me. <laughs> have, have you gotten the answer? I'm a bot. I'm so sorry. I'm a bot. Um, no, I I don't know if the <laughs> if bots I, what, are what, wise to my say, question. Well, what but. a bot! I would think you would. You, if you if it was a bot, they would just program the bot to say I'm not a bot. No, you'd have to do like the know. blade the test they do in Blade Runner. Right, um, you'd have to go through the whole what Turing test. No, well, the Turing test is uh, to it's like a test to figure out if, if a machine right. is a, actually a machine or a person. Uh, but then there's something it. That's something what we're like talking that. about, right? Yeah, but in Blade Runner, they did some kind of test. I don't even remember the name of what it's called. You just asked them if they've seen Blade Runner? Yeah. <laughs> That's the test. Yeah. If they haven't, they're a bot. I mean, come on. If they're what not, human about, hasn't if seen they're that not a bot, then they're not worth talking to. That's right. <laughs> uh, what are our feelings on, on, on hold music and what we're normally subjected to? Are you? I usually get annoyed by really any music. I'd rather have, yeah, I'd rather <laughs> this have this idea no that music. we're being entertained. Or like, oh, good, music. I think they have to put something there. Otherwise, you might think 
the call was you were hung up on or something. Yeah. yeah. I guess they do. I I think beeps. <laughs> Give me beeps. I don't know. See, but the Music's benefit the benefit of the loud um, you know, maybe not the best hold music right. is that uh I can just put it on speakerphone and I can go about mm. the apartment and be doing other things and I can still hear it. But then you have to listen to this music that they decide to play. That's fine. There's worse things in the world. I've listened to worse well, things. Well, that's true. I, guess. <laughs> I can't debate that. There are worse things. I, I've definitely done that. Just like set the phone on speaker and like mm-hmm. gone and do other things. But then I'm always worried that I can't get too far from the phone. Right. Well, that's Otherwise, the classic situation where it's like, hello, sir. And then you dash yeah. through the house. Yes. You know, they're <laughs> almost running yeah. to you. You run out of the shower. Right. <laughs> right. You're completely naked. You pick up the, hello. I mean, this kind of a worst version of you. As soon ideally, as you Ideally, you don't try to sneak in a shower (laughs) while you're on hold. I think that's more on you if that's what you do. Is that your move? You go straight into the shower? Yeah, I I wash my hair. (laughs) I get get my hair full of shampoo. (laughs) Make sure the floor is nice and slippery. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, well, thankfully, we didn't we didn't have any of of that really today. No, it was no, it was was a lovely call. There was no no wait. No, no. Do you normally have kind of a how how often in the past year have you called the ASPCA? Oh, very rarely. They have a really good app, so basically you do everything through the app. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, okay. you see so called the ASPCA? So his he has health insurance through the ASPCA. Uh, okay. So and it's not Remind me what that stands for. <laughs> Animals as PCA. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to remember what that even is. It's I don't like know. a government agency for animals. And so I, is that I, what it is? Government agency? I thought it was government, but maybe not. It's not. No. Okay. It's nonprofit. I think. So it's not like a cabinet position. I think it's yeah, protection. Head of the <laughs> is, uh, protection against cruelty of animals. Animal, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Animal protection service. Against the cruelty of animals? Is that what? It, no, it wouldn't be that. <laughs> it could be. It couldn't. I, I think. We could All look it of up. the letters care. stand. No, no, no. Let's not look Let's it all up. Take that. No, no, no. That's but the cheap probably, way. <laughs> but it's probably for the care of animals, I guess. Right? American uh, Society for the well, protection. It might be American Society for well, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be cruelty because well, they protection have, against cruelty. <laughs> right. Not protection well, for cruelty. Certainly wouldn't be in favor animals. of cruelty for animals. I don't think this is an animal cruelty organization. Otherwise, you need to get a different insurance. Plan. Uh, no, well, no. They might know the best how to. No, but I think it's. A, I think the reason it's not because because it's kind of a, it's more way more of a cover all than that, right? It's not a specific thing. But it's sometimes like, these agencies start with one thing and then they broaden their focus and they don't change their they name. don't change the name. That is true. Like it's um, hard. It's hard to change your name once you started. Well, yeah, let's like, all let's all pick one. KFC. What KFC? <laughs> yeah, they serve oh. other stuff besides chicken. Now, is that what we're picking? No, 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 no. I, I wanted. <laughs> I to thought pick... we were picking acronyms that were no longer accurate. No, I wanted to pick what we thought the ASPCA stood oh, okay, for. Okay, okay, okay. But then we could do the other one. Yeah, let's do, let's do that one second. Let's remember that. Okay, so you go first. ASPCA, what's it stand for? Uh, okay, I think it's American mm-hmm. Society. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's probably it. That's it's probably society, yeah. For protection and care of animals. Okay, Kate? I'm going to go same beginning, but I think it's protection against cruelty of animals. Isn't there an extra, when you need an extra letter for against? Yeah. Or is that just assumed? I'm assuming that there's a silent A okay. <laughs> for <I> mean, against. <laughs> I, See, I think if they prank. had that A in there, they would put it in there because then you could be Aspaca. Aspaca. Yeah, you'd have like Similar a, to Alpaca. Maybe yeah, too they, similar. <laughs> Maybe that was the that problem. That was the problem. We said we have Aspaca, but we don't want people to think we're selling right. alpacas. Exactly. Right. I think it's American... 
society. No, society. <laughs> what did you say? I said society, and you guys are like, ooh, that's good. American uh, Society for Protection and Care of Animals. Is that what you said? I think that's exactly what that I said. That is exactly what he said. That's, that's but you said it as if you were coming up with it on the spot, as <laughs> if it hadn't name. just been said Nick a minute ago. Nick says interesting, and then I say, well, hold on, I got something. <laughs> <laughs> um, American. All right, then what's the other game you want to play? KFC? <laughs> It's this game I call KFC. Yeah. <laughs> no, are there any other acronyms that no longer are accurate, or at least no longer completely accurate? Why isn't that accurate? Kentucky because they chicken? have other stuff. Besides chicken. Yeah. Oh, but... And it's not in Kentucky. So that's everything, though. Like Some Panera Bread, you, you say, is inaccurate? It's not an acronym. The name of the game is Inaccurate Acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is KFC. not a fun game, yeah. but it is a game. Um, MIB, Men in Black. I got a woman now. I don't know if you oh, saw you're movie. right. International. Oh. That's right. International. Yeah. Well, I assume they address that in the movie. They do. There's some. Uh, yeah. Isn't there a joke some... in the trailer like uh, men and women in black ha, 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 or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you're, clearly, it's an A plus movie. It's a good joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> solid yeah. setup. Solid punchline. <laughs> um, all right. Well, where, where, where are we here? So we, 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 we called ASPCA, mm-hmm. whatever it stands for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the purpose of the call, Kate, was what? Um, we were inquiring, I was, not we, I was inquiring about, we uh, uh, yes, uh, about other options that exist for his health insurance, just to, to reevaluate and see if there are any Purely things we could add. exploratory, or, or was there a specific thing that you were trying to gauge whether or not they could include or not include, or? Um, more exploratory, just because, uh, we, uh, the, the long version of this is that, you know, since Go we've got. the long version, yeah. <laughs> Since uh, since getting married, uh, mm-hmm. we've sort of you look you part of the process you end up looking at all of your sort of financial decisions and just having to do a quick reevaluation of like, hey, is this the best possible way we could be using that or whatever? Right. Plus, maybe um, Gavin is covered under Joe's insurance. Right. The as same a type of creature, yeah. he's a dependent. Yes. <laughs> Um, so just, uh, we said that maybe we should look at his insurance and just make sure that it's the best fit for, for the dog he is now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, no spoilers, but you were able to determine. <laughs> People are excited for the end. Yeah, please don't. To find out don't what say, happens. Don't, don't say yes or no. Don't say yes or no. <laughs> but you were uh, able to determine. But you were able to, uh, You came to a conclusion. You came to a conclusion. Yes, um, uh, we are happy with the insurance that he has, and they're going to send us. They're going to send me uh, and my husband some more information so that we can evaluate possibly uh, making an addition. So to we didn't insurance. want you to say the conclusion. <laughs> no spoilers is ruined. <laughs> um, but that's good to know. Yes. Uh, let's see. So, do you feel sometimes that these people at like customer service are following a script? Do you think this woman who you were talking to? What's the matter? What's the matter? Is that too accusatory and weird to say? No, I just think yeah, they definitely are. No, but right? I mean, I mean, this well, they woman, are to a certain. Extent. This woman didn't seem to. This woman seemed that was engaged. My, my question. Okay, well, ask it. Here it comes. Ready? <laughs> Do you think the person you were talking to um, had a lot? Because we we talked about briefly. She said, "How is Gavin?" Yes. And that I don't know. I w- I was trying to determine whether or not that was an off the cuff kind of just nice person. Let's see mm-hmm. if I can butter up the person I'm talking to. Check in. Mm-hmm. It was like or, more of a phony baloney. Or, like. <laughs> or if it was phony baloney. Or if they tell them to do it. I mean, sometimes I'm talking to a person over customer service and I can 
I can tell that they're looking at like what the next thing that they need to do. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like the best customer service is when you get the actual genuine feeling that you're talking to a real person who's going off the cuff and trying to help you. Did you get a read on this person either way? I I will say this. I actually don't care if they're following the script because I know that's part of the job. Right. So I you would feel they'll be able to assist you just as well, whether they're following a script or not. Sure. I mean, if they're going off the cuff, then, you know, I, I'm not looking. It's not a date. I'm not looking to get you're to not, know them. Oh, I want. You're not See, looking for I'm, like I'm a, open to anything. Service <laughs> I'm looking for like a loose cannon customer service. Uh, yeah. Like someone that, uh, yeah, that doesn't follow script. That follows their own rules. Yeah. The script exists for a reason. I guess my thing is like. You're looking for something else from this experience than I'm what it's lo- there for. <laughs> no, I, I understand. What, <laughs> I understand what you're saying, Jerry, because sometimes they will follow the script to a detriment where they'll right. just keep repeating the same thing over and over. You're like, you're not, sure. not listening to me. I have a unique. I'm a unique man with a unique situation. I'm special. That's what I usually what I keep yelling. I get, I get that. Yeah. You want to be heard. You want to be special. I <laughs> well, get that. Well, like, for example, I mean, if I, one, one customer service thing I had recently is that uh, I was trying to use the Showtime uh, app on my Apple TV and it wasn't okay. working. So I, so I contacted the uh, Showtime customer service and they said something, you know, what I wanted to know is, is there an outage? You know, is Showtime down or is oh. it just me? Mm-hmm. So, so I said, you know, listen, is, is Showtime down or whatever? And they said, well, if you could just follow these troubleshooting steps and this oh, and that, I see. could you do this? Right. What happens? What do you say? And I, and I say, listen, like, you know, I appreciate, you know, you're mm-hmm. trying to do whatever you want to do. If you could just answer the question then, and then maybe we could proceed from there. You could say, you, even if you say, I don't, I don't know, let me check if Showtime is down. But mm-hmm. sometimes they're so... Uh, you know, attached to 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 do the script or or how they think that they need to go about it, mm-hmm. that they can't have a normal conversation with you as a person. And if something's mm-hmm. going wrong with electronics or or anything, it's it's usually by definition a, a unique situation. It's something mm-hmm. that might not fit into the script because something is off. Do you mm-hmm. want something like an Apatow production where they they don't follow script? Yeah, I want a fully <laughs> improvised experience. Exactly. <laughs> Something nice like and long three hour and funny, like a three-hour yeah. phone call, yeah. Right. I, feel like that, um, I feel like that would be massively inefficient. Right. Well, well. <laughs> Maybe I'm, personally gratifying, but completely inefficient for I, what you want to get done. Yes. In, <laughs> on the whole, if you're talking about every call that comes in, to take the approach I'm describing would be inefficient. Yeah. I guess I'm just uh, starving for... <laughs> Human contact? Are you okay? I don't... I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not in a good place right now. No, I'm just, I just feel like I get so frustrated if they don't talk to me like a real person. Yeah. Does that, am I, I'm alone in this? I don't know what this says about me, but that bothers me a lot less. I understand this is a transactional relationship. Right. I mean, I want to be treated politely and I want to be very polite because they're at work. This is their day. Right. Um, I I need to think about that more. (laughs) I don't think about that. I'm a jerk. And I'm one of a million people they're going to talk to today who are as if not more annoyed at whatever the problem is right. than I am. And they don't 100%. have like, they don't have the power to, to help you. Usually. No. Have you right. ever asked to speak to this is like question. the next the person up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've I, only I was, done it once. I've Really? Only once Please, do you ever. remember when? Yes. I had to. This should be good. Uh, <laughs> it should be. You guys, buckle So up. my father died. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I feel awful. This is not good. This is the second show in a row. This is the second show where a father's death has come up. And right before it, I said, get ready to laugh. (laughs) All right. uh, 
Okay. No. So Go the ahead. I'm sorry. so the call. No, it's fine. <laughs> so the call was I had to I had to move. He died not long before um, Thanksgiving, so okay. I had to. I had a flight booked for Thanksgiving, and so I had to call to try to move that flight. Ah. Uh, so you certainly, obviously, think, you were you were starting from a place of you're not happy. I mean. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. But you know, it was it was the sort of situation where we knew it was coming, so it wasn't like you know a complete shock. Okay. Um. So I had to call and make these calls, and I I understand that from I don't even remember what airline it was but and I understand from their perspective they have to be suspicious of someone calling right before the busiest flight holiday of the year right trying to move a flight right free of charge right and so they asked a lot of questions and I was like I don't know I I this is not about holiday plans right um and they were trying to get me to just book an entirely new flight mm. um and you for could like sniff extra it out, charge, what they were trying to right. Well, I think that they have to be sus- piece of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have to be suspicious of anybody moving holiday flight. Yeah, um, I guess. So I, you know, and I, I told them like what website to go to to like see the obituary, and I was like, "This is real, right. I promise you." Right. Um, and so then I did speak to a supervisor. Were they doubting whether it was real, or did it just it to felt a de- like that? to a degree? Yeah. Wow. Because yeah, I mean, people sure certainly people, make stuff yeah. up. Yeah. You want to change your flight? You just lie, you know? right? But as the accuser of saying you're lying about well, <laughs> something like that, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, they didn't say you're lying. Right. They just you prove know. it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound sad enough. <laughs> um, so did they? So did you say, "Can I speak to so a manager?" Said, Can I? Yeah. I did. How did you phrase it? Do you I remember? did. I said, "I said, is there anyone else, uh, uh, a boss or anyone above you that I could speak to?" Because they seemed right. they seemed to just that I was asking them to do something that they're not permitted to do. And in the few times, and then that- the supervisor did rebook, and it was fine. And I just got charged a small like rebooking fee, like fifty dollars or something like that. But- I was just about to say that as 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 weird as that moment is of mm-hmm. you know, can I speak to your supervisor? You can't handle this. Mm-hmm. Inevitably, the su- the supervisor, the manager, always is like. Better, yeah. They they they're they're better at it. They they do the thing that I was talking about. They connect with you. They say mm-hmm. we're sorry. We're gonna. I mean, I, you're you're you would describe the supervisor experience as as a. Good it was one. efficient. Yeah. I mean, I think I think in that sufficient in that particular uh, situation, it really was that I was asking the person on the phone to do something that they're probably actually not allowed to do. I see. Um. So then the supervisor can actually so make did, that. This call. was the only time that you've ever done that. Did you feel like a thrill? When he said, can I speak to your manager? Um, <laughs> Did you feel excited? <laughs> I don't, I, it doesn't seem like a situation where <laughs> she, she would have been excited. <laughs> I, it, I wouldn't describe, I wouldn't describe, I mean, I, I think that I get very, um, uh, like when there's something serious happening, I think I get very like efficient. Okay. Um, okay. So I think it, I wouldn't describe it as excited, but I was, I was happy with the outcome. Because there's like the check boxes that you have to go but, through. But but when like, you were asking, like, did you say, oh, huh, "This is something I've never done before"? Like, did it cross your mind that this is like the first time you've ever asked to speak to? I don't think it ever occurred to me. No. You're, it did to you when you did it the first time. Oh, I remember the first time. <laughs> go ahead, please tell us about your first time, Nick. No, I don't remember. I, I mean, I I've, I I feel like I've done it probably a hundred times. Really? I feel like over the course of my life, I probably have like uh, just holy moly. not just not just if I'm not just talking about on the phone. Like maybe if I'm like trying to return something. Or oh, like, like in person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or like oh, a, okay. or like a restaurant or something. A restaurant? Can I speak to your supervisor? You said to the waiter. 
I feel like I have once. Like <laughs> maybe like uh, when I was asking like why I was charged for something that I didn't order or something like that. Uh, oh, oh, I see. For a delivery or pickup situation. Well, yeah, or like, uh, yeah. Well, I think that this was specifically for like a beer or something. Like it was at a bar. So you were at a bar and you got charged for beer that you didn't order. And yeah, then you or said, for like for, mo- for multiple beers I didn't order. So, yeah. And then when you, did you talk, did you try to talk to the bartender or something about it? I did, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And what happened? I don't even remember the specifics. Oh, okay. I, I, were you drunk because you actually ate a little yeah. of beers? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that they just uh, that the bartender just took them off the tab. Oh, so, so you didn't have to talk to a supervisor. Well, but I remember asking to. Oh, OK. But yeah, so I, just the threat got it done. Maybe. Maybe that was the case. This was like probably 10 years ago. So I don't remember. This I do find that on the few occasions that I've done it. Sometimes you just ask and even just yeah. asking makes them go. Oh, all right. All right. Like, that's l- true. Let me take care of you. I don't want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've done it since. I think that was my only the one only time, even in person. Time. That's restraint. That's there's a lot of restraint. Or just apathy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm willing to just give up in a lot of fights. I, I can't remember if I've ever done it in person. Maybe. I don't know. Am I crazy? Do you never? Are you closer to Kate or to me on this issue? Do you, do you ask to speak to I me? I think I'm closer to you. I mean, my parents, it's like. Yeah, this is the thing. My parents. I was raised you know, in a household of asking for the supervisor. Yeah, wow. it, it was. It was very. Both my parents are very like, "Can I speak to the manager?" Type people. Yes, yes. I've tried to cool it off too. Like I've tried to become less of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, just like to take things less seriously in those like situations and customer service. L- like relations. I was saying, I need to get more like you, Kate, in terms of thinking about like this is a person they have shit going on in their life too. <laughs> they're doing their job. <laughs> they're look, you know, they're not like, it's not a conspiracy. They don't hate me and want to make me suffer no. and like manipulate me. They're yeah. just, but I don't know. Sometimes when it's just like you and them and there's this problem and you feel like it's not being solved. I don't know. Yeah. Emotions work their way in. And I think I, I mean, I've never worked in customer service, but I've been a, a waitress. Um, and I feel like in those scenarios, right. I was a very bad waitress. Oh, really? Oh, I'm such a bad waitress. In what way? Um, I don't. Uh, I don't like memorize the menu. I don't like. I don't. Taking I don't orders. care what you pick to eat for dinner. <laughs> I I worked. At, you get what you get, and you like it. Yeah, kind just of. Just pick something. I worked at a um a, a steak place for a while. Mm. Um and Outback? no um Texas Roadhouse. Oh, oh. sure. I went there for the first time recently. It's it's quite a. It's good. Well, I definitely gained weight while working there. But don't they really involve the waitstaff and all these kinds of weird chain restaurant like traditions for like yeah. singing and dancing and stuff? Yeah, I would avoid. Oh. I would avoid those a lot. Oh. But something I would do sometimes if I was just like very tired. This was like one of my first jobs. Uh, I was like a teenager. And if I just like was very tired, and not into it, people would ask me to recommend stuff for steaks, and I'd be like, I don't know, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Get what? I can't describe these steaks to you, which is not true. I just didn't feel like explaining steak to these people. <laughs> So think, I get, no. I remember being on the side. They must have thought, side. like, they're hiring vegetarians at the Texas State. Like, what the hell's <laughs> yeah. going on? Are you comfortable, yeah. like, handing out steaks? <laughs> yeah, right, right. They didn't really question it. But I very vividly remember the experience of being someone who's like, this is just my job. Like, I'm going to put some effort into it. But, right. like, at the end of the day, like, you just have to please people constantly. Right. And they all think that, like, this is their sole experience of the day at your restaurant. But you're part of a thousand different experiences with right. people. And, like... 
some days they'll get the best of you. Some days they won't. And you, you're all just doing your best. So I always think about Cold Stone when I think about these places. That you worked at Cold Stone? I didn't, but oh. I, I... You just like to think about Cold Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a customer. <laughs> and I love how they put that ice cream together. <laughs> and I am always mortified if I happen to be in there and somebody puts something in the tip jar and then they start singing. You know, they have that thing where oh, you, that's you tip right. at Cold Stone, you have to... I you can know. sing like whatever you want, I think, right? You just have to sing a song. Is that what it is? You could sing whatever you want? I thought you had to sing like, they had three or four, you know, like. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Cults, I don't think I've ever cults. seen it happen. I've but seen, I know it's a thing. I've seen it happen a couple times and I just think, man, oh man. I mean, any if you had the option, mm-hmm. any, res- any place, food place, restaurant, you'd have to avoid anywhere that makes you sing and dance. Yeah. I mean, that just seems like that the is worst. where, but I heard that is where Adina Menzel got her start. Is it in Cold Stone? No. <laughs> I thought that was a joke, but it turns out it just sounded like it's a true It's just a fact. good lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up one of my pet peeves to see, I don't know if she said it on, on this call or if you got how you guys feel about this, but I don't like when you go through a whole thing, mm-hmm. you have the whole customer service call. And at the end they say, Okay, well, is there anything else that we can help you with? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, sure. Like all sorts of stuff. No, there's one thing I'm calling about. I'm a okay. jerk. You look at you guys <laughs> looking at each other. You get disproportionately <laughs> mad about people trying to help you. I mean, maybe you do have some another question. That's just a nice thing to say. And there have been times where they've asked that, and I said, oh, actually, yeah, there was another aspect of this. Really? Yes. Do you want them to just hang up on you? Like. I want them to be as mean as me, I guess. No, I just want them to, <laughs> again, being connected with, I, I feel like that's a script question of like, well, is there anything else we can help you with today? I just assume that if there was, I would have I would have been talking about that or I would have brought that up or I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't know. That's just my pet peeve, which clearly is not shared by you guys. But that's well, okay. Well, um, I think it's time to do the ratings. Okay, it's time to do the ratings. So we rate... Uh, mm-hmm. The experience and your experience in general with the customer service calls, I guess. Okay. Yeah, you can bring in past experiences. How you feel about this okay. as it relates to other bad stuff that you you know have to do but don't want, other errands, other things in your life. Mm-hmm. Is customer service, does that stick out to you as a, as a particularly you know bad thing? And if it does, it would be a five. And if it doesn't, it would be a one. No, yeah, yeah. So, so the better, one is, the better it doesn't annoy it's me a, that much. It's a Correct. Scale, it's scale from zero to five, and yeah, zero is okay. the most pleasant. Zero is the most pleasant. Well, we've been gone back and forth on this because it's very confusing. I think it should be five is the, it, it means you, you like it. Five means five you star. like it. Five star. Oh, yeah. Five, five well, star we, experience. We like usually pick experience. a thing for each thing. What would this be? Well, five what months. was it for Ikea with Blood Band? Uh, it was Verkerman's. Yes, yeah, so we'll do Verkerman's. That was, an, that was an item that we saw. I see. So this okay. will be zero to five Verkerman's. No, 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 um, no, no. <laughs> no, it won't. Yes, it will. No, or no. one to five. It'll be no, one no, we're, to No, it, we're doing zero. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. Zero. As, zero to five. We can do zero as long as we do it in the direction that makes sense, where, where zero is the, you, you, you don't like it. And five as you like. Well, we'll see how it goes. Has anyone rated your rating system yet? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're. I think another. We're I think a future do, episode of the podcast will be, be the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody had to do yes, a podcast. Period. Yeah. Um, and and the other thing, other than the rating, is that we'd like to give just general tips. But we'll get how to can that you make later. This better, but we'll get. To, sure. We'll get to that later. We're clearly working out how this whole ending goes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Kate, I guess we'll so start with I, you. Do you oh, want to start, start with Kate? We'll start with me. Uh, 
I feel like that's what you were about to say. I just feel like it's awful for if, if we just yeah we, we don't want to explain too much pressure. We just can't, just said nonsense and then said go. I feel like okay. one of us. Should I would do love it first. to see an example of how this Thank functions. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I didn't I really so glean any information so from I. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I don't like talking on the phone in general, and I yeah I don't like talking to customer service people in general. Um, I I didn't get that. I sometimes get. <laughs> I sometimes get too heated. Uh, it's something I'm trying to work on. Uh, when people, when, when I feel like customer service people are reading a script and not listening to me, it does annoy me the same way it does Jared. Um, so on a scale of zero to five, what is it? Kerferman's? No, we should do something like Gavin's or something. Zero to five Gavin's. On a scale of zero to five Kerferman's with zero being the best experience I would get. <laughs> <laughs> so demented and nonsensical on so many levels. I give it. I think I give it a four. I really I don't, don't like what it. That means. So you like it or don't? I don't like it. Hmm. So four, four Gavins. Four Kerfermans. Four Kerfermans. What was it again? Kerma. Gavins. Okay. <laughs> All right, Kate, you go. Just give All it right. a rating, and whatever you think <laughs> makes sense to you. So I'll just pick whatever dis- rating sounds like correct Try to, to describe me. Okay. whether you like it or not, and yes. And then <laughs> zero to five Gavins, and just do your best. All right, it's, okay. It's, all, it's, it's, it's not good. Okay, good. Go ahead. Uh, so I would say I, I don't mind talking to people on the phone, slash prefer talking to people on the phone uh, versus like automated right. things. Uh, and that my biggest frustration is probably the barrier of entry to getting to the person. So like when places have extensive menus or, or a lot of hoops you have to jump through mm. or, or machines that you have to talk to and give information to before You're you can speak to the person. You're a representative type of person. Big you want time. A person. Yeah. Um, but once I'm on the phone, I don't, I usually don't mind the experience. I, I like to think I'm a pretty reasonable person to talk to. More so than Nick and I, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And pretty sympathetic to the fact that, you know, they're doing their job and doing their best. Right. Um, so I guess I would, I would say it's not that, and the one I had today was a a phenomenal customer service. Seemed, seemed almost Um, flawless. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I would give it, um, I would give the experience. Uh, Come on. <laughs> I'm going to say two Gavins, which I think means that it is sometimes annoying, but in the broad spectrum of, of life, not that big of a deal. Got so in, Got on it. your scale of zero, better or worse? It's really not my scale. It's what I feel <laughs> I've been told by you. Yeah, don't put this on her. I feel I've been told that zero is the best experience. Okay, yeah, okay, that's, okay. That's right. right. So given that information, I still stand by what I said. Got it. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I feel bad about how easily agitated I am <laughs> when it comes to customer service. <laughs> I, 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 get, I, I get frustrated with, with, with scripts. Uh, similarly, UK, I get frustrated when I don't have a person that I'm talking to. Uh, I, I kind of find the negative in, 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 in every form. I'm, 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 a, I'm a pessimist <laughs> when it comes to this kind of thing. I don't know why. I More so than other experiences, I have difficulty sympathizing. I just I get so wrapped up in the issue at hand that I'm not uh properly conscious of the other person on the line the experience i'm having i should be this is probably more me than the than the fault of the person or the fault of the experience um but it i am me 
And so I'll take that into account. (laughs) 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 Wiser words, whatever spoken. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that um, customer service on the whole, and, and, and before... Uh, you know, chatting with 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 people online, I think that's vastly improved the experience for me. Being able mm-hmm. to 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 go into a chat window, uh, I prefer a lot uh, to 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 voice calls. So I would say my overall rating, with five being the most enjoyable, <laughs> would be mm, two and a half Gavins. I just want to point out that you reversed the polarity of the scale well to me you both reversed it okay fair as long as we all agree that this is not a useful tool. well 100% not <laughs> okay, good. but jared's rating is right in the middle so it'd be the same oh, that's true scale. if you flip it it's the same that's true um so i got that going for me <laughs> so uh now we also like to talk about tips i guess for people that are, have to have a customer service phone call mm-hmm. if there's anything you can think of that this part's a lot more palatable yeah. <laughs> we we just say things that uh you know just mm-hmm. advice going in on, on a customer service experience, how to make a bad thing good. What's your, what's your, what's your, uh, if you had one or two, even three. Do you have any, Jared, to start off to show her how it's done? Yeah, sure. Uh, I would say that a, a, a tip for me is, um, I mean, we, we discussed it. Think about the other person on the end of the call. <laughs> I think that'll help not only for yourself, but for them. And you just kind of are able to, connect uh with the other person in a way that'll just i think make you both you would think that getting frustrated would hasten the experience i feel like it, it actually ends up not doing it if you just <laughs> i feel like my <laughs> why are you just why are you laughing at me i don't know i feel like yeah i'm just a, of course yeah i don't know i think of course getting frustrated is only gonna make things worse i agree with you well i guess what my when i'm when i'm in it and i'm not thinking about it rationally i think well, I'll, I'll just get frustrated and then yeah. they'll want to get off the phone with me. So they'll get me the answer uh, quicker. <laughs> so you actually have that thought process. My, I, I just go straight to frustration. And oh, you're just unavoidable frustration. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm trying. I'm, I am trying to be better about that. Well, I think a good tip would just be to maybe meditate. Chill out. Medi- yeah. Do like a little meditation. As, as easy because it's a very susceptible, uh, you know, it, it, the situation is very susceptible to rage for the two of us not so much for the two of us not kate i don't want to speak for kate because kate's fine with all of this i i didn't know that people felt as strongly as you do don't maybe we just have problems but i i i don't know i feel like it's a it's a somewhat common refrain it can get frustrating because you're starting from a place of like i have a problem i can't solve you know Mm -hmm. it just it just i don't know and then it tends to go downhill for me so i for me the number one thing would be to just take it easy realize that Everyone's going through something, and this other person is just trying to do their job, and you're just going to get through this eventually. It's not that big of a deal. I'll piggyback on that and say, uh, if you are starting to feel frustrated, maybe take some deep breaths. Just try to remember that. Okay. Yeah. That's what I try to do. I would also say, uh, you know, beyond just being in a good place mentally, um, I do feel like touching zero and calling for a representative I mean, go ahead, Kate. You, mm-hmm. you could speak on why you prefer that so much to, uh, you know, to get past the menus as quickly as possible. But Well, because I think that a real person, you can explain usually your problem right. more efficiently to a real person because sometimes you'll have something that doesn't fit easily into a menu option. Right. Or you'll have multiple issues. Well, Kate, do you have any tips or hacks? I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about hacks. Um, well, I guess one 
I don't know if this counts as a hack, but mm. give yourself time to actually make the call. Mm. Oh, that's um, interesting. Don't try to make it while you're in a rush because then you're not going to get it done anyway. Right. Um, and yeah, just in general, you know, being nicer than you think, saying thank you. I mean, people who are nice to me, I go out of my way to help them. So you Brian that has to, Brian Stackham. That's my that's my advice. <laughs> Brian Stackham. Yep. Uh. Any other thing that you can think of, Nick, for no, customer service? I think service? we covered customer service. Um, good Kate, job. <laughs> yes. Good job, Kate. Good job, Jared. Good job, Kate. Good job, Nick. Good job, um, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for there, having us. Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Or uh, Watch The Late Show. Watch The Late Show. Watch The Late Show. Tell your family to watch it. Get the word it. out, out on The Late Show. They got this podcast. Turn that other TV <laughs> in the basement on to just leave it on That's CBS. Right. Yeah. Is the ratings, is that like a... Are, are you... Do you, is, do the writers ever have to concern themselves with that? Like, oh man, the writings are up or down. Do you ever we even know look at that a, or know about it or care about it? We know about it. I wouldn't say we really care about it. Right. Well, that's good. Well, speaking yeah. of ratings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You have to say something after that. You can just. <laughs> speaking of ratings, what? Um, We're done? R- rate. The podcast. Ooh. Now, the That's scale the of rating for this podcast, what oh, is God. the oh, highest okay. and what is the lowest? Well, Five I, is the highest. I anticipate people aren't going to like this. Don't <laughs> 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 say that. So let's say five is the lo- five is the lowest. But but on iTunes we'll get we'll get killed because people just give will end us up five stars. Just give us five stars. Whether you don't like say it or what don't. it means, right? Exactly. It means to you whatever it means to you. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Even if you think it's just mediocre. <laughs> Five stars. That's what it means. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, bye. 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 bye.